a reading from Luke, the 22nd chapter. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. But when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, Prophesy! Who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. At daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both the chief priests and teachers of the law, met together, and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Christ, they said, tell us. Jesus answered, If I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, Are you then the Son of God? He replied, You are right in saying, I am. Then they said, Why do we need any more testimony? We have heard it from his own lips. O Lord, have mercy on us. Deliver me, O Lord, my God, for you are the God of my salvation. In you, O Lord, do I put my trust. Leave me not, O Lord, my God. <coughs> Deliver me, O Lord, my God, for you are the God of my salvation. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
Luke presents quite a contrast in our reading. Peter was the one who had confessed Jesus to be the Christ, the Son of the living God. But now we hear him deny Jesus three times. Earlier in this same chapter, Jesus foretold Peter's denial. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Peter said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow this day until you deny three times that you know me. Jesus also said to the disciples that one of them would betray him. And Luke tells us that they began to question which of them it could be. Matthew records the words that we know so well, Is it I, Lord? I find it interesting that each of them believe it could be him. Each of these men knew his heart well enough to think himself capable of betraying Jesus. We might make a distinction between betrayal and denial, but really, they are the same thing. To deny that you know Jesus or that you are his disciple is perhaps a milder form of betrayal, but it is betrayal just the same. Peter would deny Jesus three times publicly, while the other ten would simply run away. Yet we remember Peter because of his cocky boasting. Brazenly he had promised, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same. All of these words were spoken after they had received the body and blood of Christ at the sacrament. The chief benefit of the sacrament is the forgiveness of sins, and yet how quickly they all fell into terrible sin, a sin which they had promised they would not commit. To receive the sacrament is also a profession of who Christ is and what He has done, as Paul writes, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. So we confess Jesus to be the Christ, our Redeemer. We confess His death as the payment for our sins. The question then this evening is this, have you betrayed or denied Jesus? It seems foolish to ask, doesn't it? Because you and I already know the answer. Despite our protestations to the contrary that we didn't do what Judas did, we have done what Peter and the others did. 
And we have done it not just with our words, but also with our actions. Those who are admitted to the sacrament have gone through catechesis. At the end of that period of instruction, you went through the rite of confirmation. And this question was asked of you. Do you intend to continue steadfast in this confession, that is the confession of Christ, and church, and to suffer all, even death, rather than fall away from it? And all of you said, I do, by the grace of God. But you and I have often failed to keep that promise. None of us can claim innocence, and given enough pressure, we'll do it again. Think of the ways that you have guarded yourself from others who disapproved of your faith. Maybe you fear not getting a job or a promotion because of your faith in Christ. The workplace can be a very hostile place to the Christian faith. Many want Christians to be invisible and silent. Keep your religion to yourself, they say. Yet, we have different words from our Lord. Perhaps Peter was really afraid of censure from the others. Clearly, he was afraid of others and what they thought of him. Or take your social circle as another place where denial happens. Joining in sinful behavior with others when they expect it can cause you to deny Jesus. Perhaps you join in blasphemous words and songs. We mostly take the cowardly way out. We just keep silent. Like Peter, unlike Peter, who vehemently denies that he knew Jesus. And yet it is denial just the same. Clearly, genuine Christianity is under attack in our day. Much of it consists in shaming those who make the good confession. It was just a few weeks ago that Joy Behar on national TV accused Vice President Pence of being mentally ill because he believes that Jesus speaks to him. And while the parameters of that speaking weren't defined, it was a very pointed accusation. The enemies of Christ attack us at our weakest points, making us afraid of censure by others, of being ostracized and rejected by society. God spoke to Isaiah, I I am he who comforts you. Who are you that you are afraid of man who dies? Or of the son of man who is made like grass? Indeed, why should we be afraid of human beings who will die? And yet we all know the answer. 
All of this in our reading took place on Holy Thursday. As Jesus told Peter that he would deny him, he also told him that he was praying for him that his faith would not fail. Jesus also prays for you that your faith will not fail. He pleads with his heavenly Father to bring you through this testing. And while Peter failed, Jesus also restored him afterward. He forgave him. And what is more, our Lord Jesus Christ has instituted the sacrament of his holy body and blood for our forgiveness. And so the point is not that we sin, but that we come back to him again and again in repentance and receive our Lord's word of absolution. And receiving Christ's body and blood is the very reason why he has instituted this sacrament. It is the very reason why he allowed himself to be mocked and blasphemed before the religious leaders. Jesus was silent so that you do not have to be. He allowed the leaders to mock him, to blaspheme him, to strike him with their fists, to crown his head with thorns, and to pronounce the death sentence on him. Jesus willingly went to the cross for your sins of betrayal and denial. He paid for them, and his blood makes an eternal payment for all your sins, even those you haven't yet committed. But now, Jesus, utterly humiliated before all, suffering the most degrading death possible, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he lives and reigns for all eternity. So take fresh courage, dear Christians. Christ intercedes for you that your faith may not fail, and he forgives you through his word and sacrament so that you may make the good confession before others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus.